Faith is a good fight, remember? Faith is a beautiful battle. And speaking about battles, we hear about the first battle that the Israelite people engaged in after crossing the Red Sea, after being enslaved to Pharaoh in Egypt. But first, let me set the scene for you. Two things occurred after they crossed the Red Sea and before they engaged in this battle. First, they began to receive manna from heaven in the mornings and quail in the evenings, which gave them strength to endure the desert. Secondly, the Lord instructed Moses to strike a rock, which brought forth forth water for the people. You see, they had begun to complain to Moses because they were thirsty and they wanted water. And they complained that, why were we even brought out of Egypt in the first place? In other words, they wanted to go back to Egypt where they were slaves. And so this is the background to the battle. And so now the Israelite people prepare by picking out certain men to fight. And when they had their personnel ready, they made their way to confront the Amalekites, a tribe of people known for winning wars. But with confidence in the Lord, they went out to meet their fierce opponents. Faith is a beautiful battle. But did you catch the interesting aspect of the whole scenario, of the whole story? As long as Moses kept his hands raised up, Israel had the better of the fight. But when he let his hands rest, the Amalekites had the better of the fight. Now let's think about this for a second. Just how difficult it is to hold up your hand from morning to sunset. Try doing it for 10 minutes. No wonder he became wearied and tired and Moses had to sit down and receive assistance from Aaron and Hur who supported his hands, one on one side and one on the other, so that he would remain steady. He never gave up. He persevered. He persisted. And he was patient during the battle. And because of his perseverance, the Israelite people, they came out on top. They were victorious. Faith is a beautiful battle. So what does all this have to do with you and I? What do these events in the the, uh, history of the Israelite people, in the battle they fought in, what does that have to do with us now, today, in Pasigula, Mississippi, 2016? Well, I think if we look to a level of mystery, look behind just the words on the page, we can see something quite profound and quite relevant. So the manna and the quail, the bread and the flesh. See, that points forward to the Eucharist, which is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord Jesus Christ. The Eucharist, which is our strength, our nourishment during our time in the desert of this life. The water, which flowed from the rock that Moses struck, it points forward to that time where Christ himself was struck was pierced in his side, and from which flowed blood and water, opening up the waters of baptism. Baptism, that sacred sacrament that washes us clean, that makes us children of the Heavenly Father, 
the sacrament that fills us with the Holy Spirit and that showers us with the grace we need to be holy as our Father is holy. So baptism, Eucharist. Okay, so what about Moses' hands? What is that a pointing forward to? What can we see in that sign? We see the sign of prayer. Faith is a beautiful battle. And see, we hear in Psalm 143, which is a prayer for the deliverance from enemies. And it says this, For the enemy has pursued me. He has crushed my life to the ground. He has made me sit in darkness like those long dead. I stretch out my hands to you. Make haste to answer me, O Lord. You see, in the Old Testament, a common posture of prayer, especially for priests, was to stretch out their hands, to raise their hands, so as to kind of seek to be closer to God. Almost to touch Him. To give them the assistance they need. And is this not the essence of prayer? A surge of our hearts the lifting up of our hearts to the Lord to get closer to Him. But as we see in the story, Moses he becomes weary, he becomes tired. But for the sake of the people and for the sake of the victory, he perseveres. He persists in raising his hands and he's even humble enough to receive help from his assistants. Our brothers and sisters, in our spiritual lives, do we not become wearied and tired? Does not our prayer begin to droop like the arms of Moses? And as we let our prayers slip, does not the battle of faith also slip away from us? Without prayer, we will lose the battle. And this is why we seek and ask for the prayers of others. Because we too become wearied and tired in this battle. And this is why we must pray for those around us. Because they too become wearied and tired. But we must persevere, persist, and have patience in prayer. So what does Jesus have to say about this today in our Gospel reading? Well, St. Luke kind of clues us in. Did you catch his preface to the parable? He says, Jesus told his disciples a parable about the necessity for them to pray always without becoming weary. Persistence, perseverance, patience. And so in this parable, Jesus highlights the persistence of that widow. You see, the unjust judge, because of her persistence, because of her perseverance, because he was afraid he might come and give him a little smack. He gives in to her request. But now, this unjust judge, as Jesus highlights for us, if he will hear the prayers of this widow, how much more will he who is the righteous judge hear the prayers of his people? And so Jesus reminds us with these words, Will not God then secure the rights of his chosen ones, that's you and I, who call out to him day and night? Will he be slow to answer them? I tell you, he will see to it that justice, justice is done for them speedily. 
For this moment, you may be thinking this. Well, that's nice and all, but I've prayed for many things and nothing. I've prayed for hours, for days, for weeks, for months, for years, but nothing. Well, Jesus speaks to this as well. Because after he speaks about answering prayer speedily, he has some sobering words for us. He says, Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes. You see, within Jesus' words, he implies something that takes great, for, great faith for you and I. Namely, he's implying that our prayers, some of them, might not just be answered and fulfilled until the day that he comes. Faith is surely a beautiful battle. And is our faith strong enough, solid enough, to endure such patience? Jesus himself asked this, Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? Will he find faith in you and I? Our brothers and sisters, when our lives are built on prayer, our very lives themselves become a prayer. And we become living witnesses to this prayer that says, Our help is from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. You see, in just a few minutes, Father Tony is going to sit at the altar, stand at the altar, and he's going to extend his hands and raise them up and stretch them out on our behalf. And he does so in imitation of Jesus, who stretched out his arms, lifted up his hands on the cross, interceding for you and I for the forgiveness of our sins. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And so today in this Mass, may we lift up our hearts to the Lord, joining our prayers, our works, our sufferings, and our joys from this past week. And may we see our baptism as our identity to be the light of the world. And may the Eucharist truly be our strength as we go forth into our daily lives, into the battle. And may we never cease every day to persevere, to persist, and to have patience in prayer. I mean, can you imagine a world if husbands and wives every day prayed together? Can you imagine how the world would change if families prayed together? Can you imagine how the world would be if we took time every day to sit with God and to be with Him and to know that everything comes only from Him. Our brothers and sisters, without prayer, the lifting up of our hearts, we will lose the battle of faith. It's inevitable. But as long as we persevere, despite what happens, despite becoming wearied and tired, as long as we persist in our request to the good and faithful God, as long as we remain patient, waiting on the Lord to act, we will indeed become victorious. Faith is a beautiful battle. And persevering, persisting, and having patience in prayer, that is our greatest and most powerful weapon.